Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Diary Days podcast with Stu Campbell. I am your host, Stu Campbell, and I am back after a two-week break. I took a little holiday. Um, the weather's been good, so I decided just to, to take a miss, but I hope you guys haven't missed the podcast too much. So I'm here on a lovely Friday. The weather's look like looking like it's going to be good. hope this weekend is going to be nice, and I thought I might as well start it off just right with you guys. So... I mean, it's been it's been a pretty quiet two weeks. Um, I mean, I haven't been following the news much recently, so I don't really know what's happening at the moment. But I, I, yeah, it seems pretty recent. I mean, breaking news, to be fair, about two hours ago, Prince Philip has died. Um, no one saw that coming. 99 years old. He's been on this earth 99... Fucking hell. 99 years What's that? 1921, isn't it? Wasn't he born 1921? That is crazy. That is so old. I really don't ever want to be that old, personally. If I get past... So, it's my plan for life. 65, retiring, going to start smoking. I'm starting smoking at 65. I can maybe get a good 10 years in before things will start getting uncomfortable and I might start thinking about you know, taking myself out. Um, gonna try to do it in a painless way, but I definitely want to go out with a bang. Uh, you know, I need to make an impression. So maybe off a bridge onto a highway. I mean, that'll make people remember me. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else is there. What are, what are some exciting ways to off yourself? Oh, definitely overdose. I definitely like just do a lot of heroin, try that for the first time when I'm 75 and take myself out. I think, I think that's the way to do it. Just because I don't want to be like be suffering. I don't want to have to wear like adult nappies. Um, you know, I don't want people looking at me differently because I'm old and treating me differently. And I just don't want to be like in pain and suffering, man. That's just, oh, it seems unbearable. So yeah, that's my plan. Start smoking 65. I can get a good 10 years in of, of smoking. Um, and then, you know, uh, I don't think I would have done it enough to be able to like su- suffer the consequences of smoking. So that's my plan. Um, you know, yeah, had a nice little break where there's been good. I s- spent the whole time sitting in the park boozing. Um, I had some, some drinks, just, you know, the weather's been good. So I was soaking up that sun and I think that is the best for COVID, um, vaccines are getting underway, it seems. They really are getting them out. Um, apparently, there's the slightest chance that you might get a blood clot, but to be honest, I would like take much worse chances uh, because I'm so over this fucking lockdown and I just want to be vaccinated and get back to normal life as soon as possible. Um, which, may, like, I was thinking in China because didn't they start developing the test where they put it up your ass? So, <laughs> are they going to do vaccines like that too? Um, that'll be uncomfortable. Wasn't there like a nasal spray vaccine thing that they were working on? Surely, like, if if it's that easy, then all these years of injections have just been completely pointless. Um, you'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, things are slowly but surely becoming, you know, more... To what it was before which is kind of exciting but i'm also not gonna raise my hopes too much because you don't know what's gonna happen and 
it's yeah you, we've had what two or three lockdowns already in the uk so let's see how it goes but anyways i don't want to talk about covid too much um because i know you guys are pretty sick to death of it so i'm going to try to change the subject and i'm going to get on to something i found very interesting uh is i came across the famous author hunter s thompson i came across his daily routine that he lived by so i thought maybe i could read his routine to you see what you guys think and read a few other weird routines that i found um you know my routine's pretty normal i get up for work like half past five in the morning um and i, I go do my work at, at, at I finished pretty early in the day, luckily, but it's it's not that exciting. I'm usually like a night owl, so I'm usually up all night, but this job sort of got me right, and I really need the money, so putting that in, I, was, I mean, nothing's too crazy. I have, I'm sort of a creature of habit, so I just, I need to have my coffee a certain time, I, you know, I have my breakfast, like, I'm pretty set on having the same thing every day. I, I'm, I'm quite bad with that, to be honest, because I don't think it's, I think it's good to have a routine, but I don't think it's good to get into complete habits. So I do try to force myself to change things sometimes. Um, and I think, you know, someone should do that. But the healthier, the better. But everyone has their own one. So let me read you. Hunter S. Thompson, he's the famous author. He wrote the book Hell's Angels, which I'm reading at the moment. And that's what made me think about it. And he wrote uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is another one I know of. And then, yeah, there's a few other ones. He's, he's really, really famous. And he's quite known for being you know, quite crazy and all over the place and just a different character. And he, he also had a really interesting mind and he was a really interesting guy in the way he lived and the way he viewed things. And, you know, I'll read this um, routine to you and it really maybe it really got me thinking, like, is it, you know, and obviously this isn't the routine of a normal person. I'll, I'll read it to you soon. It isn't the routine of a normal person, but... Is it because that, you know, he's so different and he's such an odd guy the way he lived um, that it, it's what made him as, as you know, cr- made him the genius that he is and the way he viewed the world and wrote about it. Um, and it was really fucking fascinating, man. But you'll see there's a, obviously a lot of problems with addiction in this, um, which is sad to see, but oh, it's fucking crazy. So here we go. It's daily routine. It's... So this is from, I think, an interview with someone with E. Jean Carroll, biography on him. Uh, Hunter, the strange and savage life of Hunter S. Thompson. So 3 p.m. rise, 3.05, Shivers Regal with the morning papers, Daniel cigarette. 3.45, cocaine. 3.50, another glass of Shivers, Daniel. Shivers is a whiskey, if you don't know that. Uh, four, uh, what's that, four... 25, sorry, it's an old thing. It's an old uh, print of a paper. First cup of coffee and a Dunhill as well. God forbid without the Dunhill. 4.15, cocaine. 4.16, orange juice, Dunhill. 4.30, cocaine. 4.54, cocaine. 4.05, cocaine. <laughs> oh my God, man. Oh, just imagine the sinus problems this guy had. How much money did that cost? Jesus. Just a little palate cleanse of cocaine. It's what, four... He's been awake for two hours. And he's had one, two, three, four, five. Five hits for cocaine. Is it a hit? I don't know much about drugs. Do you have a hit of cocaine? Yeah. This is really proving my innocence. Um, 
So 505, cocaine. 511, coffee. Dunhills. 530, more ice in the shivers. You really savor that one. 545, cocaine. 6 p.m. Grass to take the edge off. So that's smoking some weed just to chill out a bit because of all that fucking cocaine. Why don't you just have less cocaine? 405, Woody Creek Tavern for lunch. Heineken, two margaritas, two cheeseburgers, two orders of fries, a plate of tomatoes, coleslaw, and a taco salad. Jesus. A double order of onion rings, carrot cake, ice cream, bean frits. What the fuck, man? It's all a munch. Well, he doesn't really have munchies from cocaine, does he? Um, Dunhills, another Heineken. Fuck. Cocaine. <laughs> and for the ride home, a snow cone. A glass of shredded ice over, which is poured three or four uh, jiggers of shivers. So it's basically just another whiskey, isn't it? Um, 3 p.m. Cocaine. 10 p.m. Drop assassin. <laughs> oh my fucking god. 11 p.m. Shot trace cocaine and and grass. Uh, 11:30 cocaine. Midnight. Hunter is ready to ride. <laughs> 12 5 to 6 a.m. Shot trees, cocaine, grass, shivers, coffee, Heineken, clove cigarettes. What's the difference between clove cigarettes and Dun Dunhills? I don't know. Grapefruit, Dunhills, <laughs> orange juice, gin. 6 a.m. in the hot tub, champagne, Dove bars. Fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo. 8 a.m. Halcyon. I don't know what that is. Oh, probably like a sleeping pill or something. Fuck me, man. 8.20 sleep. Sleeps to 3 p.m. That is fucking wild. That is wild. And it's crazy to think that at 10 p.m. he was dropping acid and writing two hours later for six hours. I mean, fuck me, man. Fuck, that's a lot of cocaine. His brain at towards the end must have just been a solid rock. That must have, it must have just been so fucked. Jesus, Jesus. I wonder how long he did that for as well. That's crazy, man. So yeah, I've got Winston Churchill's daily routine as well. It's not as well. I should probably have ended on Hunter S. Thompson's. To be fair, but Winston Churchill's pretty interesting as well. And it's crazy to think this guy was the prime minister for so fucking long. I don't know how many years it was, but it was definitely wild. And Andrew in World War Two. This guy used this routine as the leader of the United Kingdom when they were fighting Nazi Germany and stopping them from taking over the world. Just keep that in mind when I read this. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. 7.30 a.m. Wake up. Stay in bed until 11 a.m. Eat, eating breakfast, reading several newspapers, and dictating to secretaries. That is interesting. I wonder how much work the secretaries actually did for Winston Churchill. How much work did, was he actually responsible for, and how much did they do for him? Probably s the majority of the work is probably these unnamed women who no one will ever know. <laughs> they probably the reason, you know, the UK and... Winston Churchill was, well, they're definitely the reason he was so successful because he was lying in bed for like three and a half hours before starting every day. So 11 a.m. bathe, that probably took a while as well. Um, walk outside, settle into work with whiskey and soda. So he's settling into work with alcohol. Um, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. lunch and then work and card playing backgammon with his eye. So he worked for like two hours essentially. He only did work for two hours a day. The rest of like was him just telling secretaries what to do while he was eating breakfast and reading newspapers. 5 p.m. Half an hour nap. 5.30 p.m. Another bath and dinner. The highlight of his day 
with socializing, drinking, and smoking for hours afterwards. 12 a.m., an hour of reading before bed. Um, it's crazy to think how little work he did while running a nation, man. It's crazy to think. He, he basically just did two hours of work a day. And there's no way that could have been productive. Like, how much work can you actually get done for running a country in two hours? That is wild. I wonder how, yeah, I mean, for all of these routines, I wonder how long these people had them for. Probably for, I mean, the majority of the adult lives, right? I mean, for Winston Churchill, I mean, he's very much come from privilege. Um, I'm not sure if he was born into money, but, I mean, obviously becoming the Prime Minister, you definitely have a, st- a status that allows you to live like this. But fuck me, man, that is wild. It's crazy to think that there's so much alcohol. Good old days, man, they're all just drunks. All just drunks and drug addicts, honestly, and just the dictating to secretary. I like the how they use the use the word dictating. Um, it's definitely just telling them what to do, and it was very patronizing. You can just imagine. <laughs> this guy was born in like what the eighteen hundreds, so uh, you know, fought in the, you know the World War, I think, for the English. Um, he fought in World War One. Yeah, this guy's seen some shit. That's probably why. These guys are probably drinking so much alcohol and using so much drugs just to fucking mask all that. <laughs> Look, hide away all the trauma that they have from their lives. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's crazy to think that in society there's people who've, like, gone to war and seen so much death and murder and have killed people themselves and they just, like, expect it to... <laughs> go back into society um and there's people just walking around they can just snap at any t- these people are trained killers and they can snap at any time and just murder whoever they want with their bare hands because they've been given those set of sets of skills and they walk among us man they walk among us it's basically like an army of mma fighters who has just like experienced all this trauma and then they just like right you're out the army now and they've forgotten about that's why, like, majority of homeless people are just, like, veterans. She like, drug addicts and alcoholics, because they just can't handle... I'm sure it's a mixture of the trauma and then also just, like, the complete mundaneness of, like, never having that adrenaline rush. I'm sure there's nothing like the adrenaline rush of, of surviving someone killing you. Or ch- attempting to kill you, excuse me. I wonder if the, they miss that rush. I mean, I know nothing about it. I'd love to speak to someone. Um, like I said, my dad's a veteran, um, but he's very closed off about that. I'm going to crack him one of these days. So next, Mark Wahlberg. Um, this guy is probably lives the most, like probably lives the healthiest life out of all these people, but it's probably the most psychotic. Mark Wahlberg gets up at 2am in the morning. Ridiculous. How do we know this? Because he... Revealed in his daily routine on Instagram. Okay, while well, answering fan questions. He starts at 2.30am. He prays until breakfast time at 3.15. So he prays for 45 minutes. This guy is religious. He loves God. This guy loves Jesus. Um, and with this daily routine, he probably needs Jesus, to be honest. Fuck me. Works out from 3.40 to 5.15. Why do you need to do it like at 2am? Then he has a post-workout meal, 6 a.m. showers, followed by golf at 7.30, a snack at 8, cryogenic 
chamber recovery at 9.30, another snack at 10.30, followed by family time, meetings and work calls from 11 to 1 p.m. And his afternoon is just packed. More meetings and calls at 2 p.m. He picks up his children from school at 3, yet another snack at 3.30. I wonder what his snacks are. Um, another workout at 4, followed by a shower at 5, dinner and family at the time at 5.30, and then finally back in bed at 7.30 to get a full 7 hours sleep. Oh, Jesus. Who lives with this? Who is his wife? I feel sorry for this poor woman because she has to live with this man and his ridiculous, stupid fucking routine. Fuck this guy. Fuck him. I would prefer to live with um, Orlando Bloom over Mark Wahlberg any day. Any day. I didn't realize Mark Wahlberg had a famous brother who's an actor as well until like two weeks ago, to be honest. I can't remember his name. He's not Mark Wahlberg, so he's definitely forgotten about by most people. That's one hell of a shadow to live in. At least with like the Hemsworth brothers, they're both pretty big. But they have another brother who isn't an actor. And I wonder how shit he feels. <laughs> He's like sh- way shorter than them. Looks nothing like them. Doesn't have blonde hair. I don't think. Um, is, it an a- is it famous? <laughs> what is it like to be that guy? To be fair, I mean, both of his brothers being actors he probably has enough connections to be able to get into it if he wants to he probably is happy with the life he lives but fuck me man those are some shadows to live in just like two of the most beautiful men in the world and then you the short little brother or maybe he's the older brother that's even probably worse for him then uh yeah, yeah mark Wahlberg's brother I wonder if he prays for 45 minutes three in the morning too that's such a weird for that long as well. I mean, each their own, I guess. But that long. He's isn't he? Uh, he's a Catholic guy. He's a Catholic kid. I think so. I think so. Do you know what I think we need more of? On a change of subject, I think we need more long drops in Western society. <laughs> I went to China a few years ago, and I almost shot myself one one day. We were sightseeing, and I ran to like a restaurant. And I ran to the toilet, and they only had long drop toilets. Not like ones we have in like Europe. And I was like, here we go. So I had to like, I completely stripped down because I was like far away from the hotel I was staying at and I was not taking any chance of getting any shit on myself. So I comp- I stripped down completely naked and I I had a, a shit in the long drop. Um, and I'm being honest with you, I really fucking liked it. <laughs> That's great. I felt comfortable. Um... You know, it's not as, it's way more hygienic if you think about it. It's way more hygienic because you're not touching anything. You're like the toilet seat, you're just hovering above it. Um, and it felt like it was a great stretch for my uh, my groin area, for my thighs. I, I enjoyed it very much. I think we need more long drops. If I have enough money one day, I'm going to have a long drop in my house. But like, it's nice porcelain ones, like. It's legit long drops. It's not like an outhouse when you're like in the middle of nowhere and you have to like shit into a hole and then like light a match to make it smell better. It's not like that. It's like legit long drops, like it flushes and stuff. And I definitely think we are missing out on those. Like I think they're way better than what we think. Um, because it does seem weird to us. This is so funny. Um, but at my job that I worked at, there was a lot of... I worked at a school and there were a lot of Asian kids there and they had to put... We had like summer school where these kids would come for like two weeks 
and just like try to learn a bit of English and stuff and about English culture. Um, but oh, like these kids are from China, and they'd only be in like England for two weeks and then go back to China. But they'd have to put signs everywhere in the toilets to stop them from like s- squatting, like standing on top of the toilet and squatting over it. And then they would miss and like shit in the toilet seats. <laughs> and they had to put signs everywhere to tell them to like sit on the toilet because they were just like standing on top of the toilet squatting over it which I, I don't blame them for because it must be so fucking weird going from a long drop like be, be that being your norm, normality to seeing this weird fucking thing that sticks out that you have to sit on and for them it must be so disgusting because if you think about it toilets are so disgusting especially like public ones like people piss all over the seats shit all over the seats and then you sit on that your bare skin oh it's actually grim so i really don't blame them for doing that but then obviously they'll miss and then not clean like wipe the seat when they're like sh- missed and shut on the toilet seat um i wonder i wonder how they like do it though how they did it if they like stood over it or stood on top of the toilet seat and squatted or stood on the back of the toilet seat and squatted over so many questions man but that was pretty funny um i just it was just hilarious because i had to like the kids couldn't speak english that well so they had to put signs like pictures on the signs of like what like with green tick for sitting on the toilet and a red cross for like standing on the toilet (laughs) um that was the funniest part i felt for those kids because they're probably like what is wrong with these people what is wrong with these people but um so there's some Saudi Arabian or Saudi Arabia's country, but like some Arab countries where you wipe like with your hand and then they only use one hand for eating and they have one hand for wiping your ass. But then like also in Saudi Arabia, if you get caught like stealing and stuff, don't they cut your hand off? So what if you get your hand cut off and then you wipe with your hand and eat with your hand? Do you have to, what do you substitute? for a foot then do you use a foot for one of them and then use your hand for, like do you use your foot for wiping your ass and then a hand for eating or a foot for eating and then a hand for wiping your ass like what do you do in that situation uh, I have no idea but it's really interesting that they, they have that I'm not sure what country I'm completely just guessing I think it's Saudi Arabia is the big one because that's like the main the main one you know isn't that the one where like they really love women there <laughs> They only, the couldn't women only get like drive, drive their driver's license like four years ago, like they only started like letting women drive like four years ago or something. That's crazy, that's crazy. If you think about that, man, I don't think women can vote. I don't they even vote there to be honest. I don't know if, what the government's like. I am completely just speaking out my ass on a topic I had know nothing about, but I'm pretty sure that is the truth for some. Arab countries and I'd love to know more to be honest and I was like yeah with the using your hand to wipe then do you just like do you wash it with soap like scrub it and can you use your other hand when you wash your hand it's it's a really strange concept I really want to read up about it I'll read up about it and I'll actually know what I'm talking about it and I'll speak about it more next week how about that that'll that'll be a bit better um, I've been listening to a lot of music recently. Um, I've, I've never really got onto that Eminem train growing up. I mean, you know, obviously I, a lot of my friends like had it, like listened to Eminem and I was around and I knew 
of Eminem and I knew some like his songs and like it was by Eminem, but I never really sat down and listened to it and I started listening to him. But remember like in high school, like well for me in high school, but everyone like started saying Eminem could rhyme orange and he just said another word that had in it. <laughs> I don't think that's how rhyming works, bro. It's like orange orange. Like you didn't rhyme, you just said the word similarly which i guess sounds like it could be a rhyme but you know saying a word weird and saying another word in it isn't rhyming i'm pretty sure that don't rhymes have to be vowels is a a, a, con, uh, a concept uh fuck what it's vowels consonants vowels and consonants orange Rewriting the English language. It's the modern Shakespeare. Orange. Orange and orange. Wait, guy. Eminem's funny, man. You know what he reminds you of? Especially now that he's got that beard and he's like wearing unzipped hoodies and shit. The vibe I get from Eminem now when he's like older is... Do you know when you're like in primary school or high school and you went to the grocery store... And you saw the cool teacher in the store, but in his, like, normal teacher clothes. Or her in her normal teaching clothes, like, out of school. And it's like, this in school, they're really cool. Out of school, they're just a normal person. And it's like a weird, like, <laughs> feeling. And you can see that they don't want to be speaking to you. And they just don't want to be around you. And they're just a little bit grumpy. That's the vibe I get from Eminem. Like, Eminem could definitely look like he's an English teacher who's out of school shopping in the grocery store. He looks like it. Orange. That's what he looks like, Eminem. And he just disappears for like years at a time and then like appears when he drops an album or has like some feud with like with that MGK guy. And then just disappears again with these black hoodies. <laughs> oh, he could definitely be a teacher, man. Eminem, he would teach definitely English definitely English vibes maybe geography could be the like the funny geography teacher not math I don't math doesn't look like this thing it'd definitely be English with all these rhyming and shit wouldn't it like a poet on the side <laughs> Eminem man what a guy what a guy he just looks so angry all the time you know he just to be fair he doesn't look like the cool teacher he looks like the grumpy fucking teacher that you have just pissed off about life because they're like 45 and they haven't done anything else besides like telling kids you know what an adjective is oh <laughs> uh, oh guys i hope you have a great weekend um i'm gonna end the podcast there i'm sorry i um i missed last week but you know i just needed a fucking break from from my world and just detach and get off the internet and stuff so i will be back this is episode seven i think it is now we are flying through these uh episode 10 is coming up that's a big one (laughs) um no time we'll be at 100 and then a thousand um so thanks for listening everyone if you have any questions or want to get a hold of me uh email me at thirdayspodcast at gmail.com 
or follow me on my Instagram, Stuart underscore Campbell underscore. Uh, give me a follow on the socials. Hit me up. Uh, give me any recommendations. And yeah, guys, I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. It's great to be back. Um, I miss this. Just getting shit off my off my chest. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna go look at some long drops. Uh, already, really fucking interested in some long drops. So yeah, guys, have a great weekend, and I'll see you next week. Bye.